0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bucket Seat Podcast. I'm Trevor Byrne, your host, and this episode is another $15,000 used car challenge. Hey guys, I'm doing this as a solo episode. Josh wasn't able to join me. So I'm going to go ahead and get into what I've already seen as a bit of a fan favorite. It's great. I mean, I can't believe there are people listening to this already, but those that are have seemed to enjoy the idea of the $15,000 used car challenge. So that is what I'm going to do for this episode. Um, I'm in a completely different place for this episode. It's kind of odd. I'm in my unborn daughter's room at this point so uh i don't know how many days i have left before this becomes occupied uh we're within i think two weeks now and i'm sure it'll be sooner than that so i hope to introduce a little girl uh who may or may not end up being a gearhead i think it'd be pretty cool if she was if she's not that is totally cool too that's very politically correct isn't it so I am going to do this. I'm really going to do it real uh, for, for real this time. I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to use all means necessary to find 15 cars under $15,000. Hopefully, uh, I'll then be able to rhyme them, rhyme them off in 15 minutes on the show here. I don't know if I can do it. It is a challenge. I may only get to 10. I may only get to 7. I may go for 25 minutes and talk about 15 cars. Who knows? So, I'm going to take a break drink this lovely beer that I have here from Bose, and um, yeah, I'll be back. So stay tuned, you will hear this momentarily, and uh, welcome to episode eight. Oh, and uh, yes, this was supposed to be an episode with Mr. Michael Gooch, um, one of the carbon fiber technicians from the incredible company Multimatic, uh, the ones responsible for, for building the GT40 For building the aston 177 uh, a ton of other really remarkable race cars he is actually scheduled i think for another in another two weeks um he will be on the show with josh and i but for now i wanted to get one more out there um so he will be episode nine all right guys i'm back um i believe i did it it's been just over 20 minutes but i did actually find 20 cars this time so I don't know if I'll do 20 cars, maybe we'll just go to 15, but I'm gonna start and I'm gonna try to give myself no more than a minute to go through each of these. The whole purpose of this whole experiment is just to let everyone know what's out there. So, for $15,000 or less, and in fact, a lot of these I've been finding are just under $15,000. That's Canadian. Uh, A lot of my criteria kind of run under the, I guess, kind of they they run under the, the, the sorting tool or the mechanism for me is that they have to be under $15,000. They have to be manual transmission. Uh, there is no... Um, I, I really don't have much of a, you know, desire just to have sedans or wagons or hatchbacks or SUVs or trucks or whatever. So it's kind of open to anything that's out there. So I guess I will start off so it is all right i'm gonna start my timer here now um all right so you'll have to apologize or i'll have to apologize here for some of the clicking but i need to do that in order to get through some of these tabs so bear with me first one up is a 2004 audi s4 sedan i believe that's the b6 generation it's fourteen thousand nine hundred dollars it's in delta which is in bc this is a crazy car has eighty thousand kilometers on it. It was imported. This is second owner, so it came in from the U.S. Um, it only had fifty-eight thousand miles on it. Uh, I can't do the conversion fast enough in my head, but he hasn't put a lot on it. His equi- or sorry, his math on it has been about eighty thousand kilometers. So this is the V8. It's all-wheel drive, obviously. He has new uh, Michelin Pilot Super Sports on the OEM S4 wheels. He's got the full car proof report he's got everything you need it's gorgeous it's in this uh i can't remember like the, the color of uh gray from that generation i was actually working when uh, this car came into audi but anyways super beautiful s4 sedan uh manual uh super dark gray beautiful metallic dark tint and a black leather interior so yeah 04 audi s4 sedan moving on I'm starting to see these cars break into that uh, sub $15,000 category. And that is the Scion FRS. Personally, I would prefer the BRZ. But uh, of course, in uh, in Canada, just, oh, well, I mean, anywhere, there are just fewer of them and they are holding their value a bit more than the Scion brand is. Uh, I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to that in terms of what Scion is up to and what the uh, Subaru brand is up to in terms of residual values and, obviously the Scion brand being now just Toyota. So anyways, it's $14,900. It has almost 100,000 K on it. So, you know, it's getting up there in kilometers, but it's black on black. Um, It's super clean and it's an FRS. So yeah, we're just starting to see these break into the sub $15,000 category. So I think we will start to see even more of them on the road and more tuned. Uh, Next up is another Audi S4. It's an 06. So this is the B7 generation. Um, So all wheel drive, you know, it's the 4.2 liter V8. It's this one's super nice, too. He's obviously done a lot of work to it. Um, Excuse me. He's got summer and winter wheels with it. Um, Sorry, rims and and rubber. Uh, He's kind of got everything that you need uh to basically drive this all year round and it has been it's been driven uh winter and summer he openly says that it's red he's done some weird stuff in terms of debadging and he's done a bunch of tinting on uh on both the headlights and the taillights black interior this was a ge- this was the generation that had the really beautiful recaros the all black leather recaros um they were super comfortable i remember them very well um awesome car <clears throat> Next up, actually, I was going to talk about this. I saw, I was excited, a 1997 Acura Integra GSR. As expected, it has been so heavily modified that there's really no point in talking about it, so I'm skipping it. Uh, 2005 Cadillac CTS-V in LaSalle, that's in Quebec. Um, It has a lot of kilometers on it, 217,000 kilometers, but it's this, you know, obviously it's the LS6, it's the V8, it's it's this raven black, it's a six-speed manual garage kept, winter stored, you know all the great stuff non-smoker you get everything that you need uh, out of it um, but because it has high kilometers he's trying to justify how just how clean it is and you really won't find one in Canada that's true they're extremely hard to find especially um, sub $15,000 so if you want to get get it and just beat on it um, this would probably be a good one to do that with so yeah again that was a 2005 Cadillac CTS-V in black on black everyone loves that car I wish it was a wagon Next up is the 2002 BMW M3. Love this car, love this generation. Um, This is in, ah, God, what's this color called again? I think it's called Phoenix Yellow or something along that line, something along those lines. Um, It's a six-speed manual, of course, as part of my criteria. Super high kilometers on it, but of course, if you're gonna pay $15,000 for it, you're going to get a car with high kilometers. So it's got about 224,000 K I'm not sure of what the um the maintenance um schedule is for that and what would have need needed what would have needed to be done at this point but obviously if you're going to get into a car like that you will have to look into that kind of stuff. So next up 2012 Fiat 500 Abarth. It's 15 grand. Um every time I hear one of these cars I turn around and I look because they sound so maniacal. Uh, I love the way that they sound. I don't love the way that they look. If I need, if or I would love to get into one of them and take them for a drive because I'm sure it is the ultimate go kart. Um, probably very mini esque, but uh, I don't know. So, anyways, uh, this one has uh, an EC. Well, it's a, it has an ECU tune. it has cold air intake. It's got all of this, uh, you know, all of these upgrades. Um, a bunch of sports suspension stuff and super low kilometers. It's only got twenty four thousand k. No accidents, as per what he says. Um, and it was supposedly also a showroom car. So, that's an 2012 fiat 500 abarth for fifteen thousand dollars um maybe a bit skeptical when you take a look at that one but i still think that it's worthwhile uh next up a 2005 mini so this is the john cooper works s that's the coupe uh the real one it's twelve thousand five hundred dollars and has really low kilometers as well it's only 90,000 k on this one it is red with the white racing stripe white roof black tint Uh, black wheels it's a nice combination Um, and I really like the John Cooper Works S everything about that combination is really great Uh, and this also comes with two sets of wheels including the winter tires and a Harman Kardon sound system really cool car to take a look at after that we have so this is really something I've been looking at um, in particular recently I've still yet to sell the WRX I'll talk about that maybe after all of this but this an 07 Subaru Legacy Spec B. Um, it's a car that after I look at it more and more and more, there aren't a lot of them, um, but it does have it has so many great STI go fast and go steady bits, I should say, when it comes to suspension um, and also the SI drive. So you get a bunch of different driver selectable modes um, in order to make the car kind of perform and its dynamics change um, as you want uh, for for a driver in terms of input. So it only has 119,000 K on it. It is $14,950. It's a six speed manual and it really is one of the best legacies uh, I think that was ever made. Love this car. Next up. You know, this is kind of a run over the mill to 2009 Super Impreza, the WRX. So this was before the wide body uh, in terms of the WRX generations. Still, though, this was the 265, so 265 horse. This is the hatch, which everyone still loves. I really don't think it's that easy to do the wide body panels on this. I really don't know what would be needed to go into it. I think that it needs it aesthetically the wide body really did a lot for it that's kind of why i chose my generation but anyways if you wanted to get into a wrx there's so much about the driving dynamics and just the engineering that's gone into that car if you can forget about it not being a wide body really who cares it's got 130,000 kilometers on it it's silver stick again of course sunroof new summer winter wheels new clutch timing belt so on and so forth and it is fifteen thousand dollars and it's in quebec Okay, so now we start getting into some um, some fun kind of older cars. This is such a funny car. I've never seen this before in my life. I never even knew about it until I did the search today. It's a 1991 Dodge Spirit RT. It's fifteen thousand dollars. And when I looked at it, all I could see was my Dodge Shadow from 1993. It's red. It has color matched wheels and it has chrome trim. It looks. It does not look special at all. Interesting thing about this car, and I laugh because it is very laughable. Um, If I saw this on the street, I would probably look twice because it's quite funny looking and it's a really striking red. It only has 100,000 kilometers on it. And until I went and did just a really quick search, even in the limited time that I had to do this, I looked at it. So it's a it's a 2.2 liter 16 valve dual overhead cam head that was designed by Lotus, who supposedly won a design competition against Maserati and Hans Hermann. It has a Garrett intercooled turbocharger. It's 224 horse, 217 pound feet of torque, and it you know the, it had a uh, the transmission uh, was an a 568 5 speed manual um, from Chrysler's new Process Gear division and the gear set supplied by Getrag. It has heavy-duty vented four-wheel disc brakes, which were standard equipment, and optional anti-lock. Uh, I said it was the color-keyed wheels, which, is, which were standard as well. Funniest thing, though, was that I read about this. So this is all on Wikipedia. You can all find this. It's easy to find. Uh, at the time, the RC was advertised as the fastest sedan made in America and one of the quickest performance sedans under $40,000. That was pacing it above the BMW M5 of that generation. That's pretty remarkable for a really unremarkable looking Chrysler. Um, Anyways, Car and Driver uh, talked about it being one of the quickest front wheel drive cars ever offered in the American market. And Motor Trend said uh, it was the domestic sports sedan of the year beating out the Ford Taurus SHO in 91 and 92. That is huge. So funny. Um, Anyways, what an interesting car. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, that is for sale. That is in Spruce Grove. I'm not sure where Spruce Grove is and it is $15,000 on the nose. Okay. So next up is a 1952 Dodge Fargo, another vehicle that I knew nothing about when I started looking at this and I had to go and do a quick bit of search on it. So Dodge Fargo, uh, for any of you that know, I'm sure you'll be the first ones to say that, you know, it's a, you know, it's a Dodge, uh, but originally it was the Fargo Motor Company up until about 1922. Interestingly enough for the Canadian market though, so the, in the US sales were discontinued on it in about the 1930s and the name Fargo was still used in Canada until about 1972. So we got something kind of unique out of it on that. Ah, uh, really interesting looking truck. Um, for a truck, again, not my total style. Uh, I'm obviously more of a car guy, but I like the idea of this truck. It's really beautiful. It's really well kept, and has a you know, I mean, a really short description of it. Um, and it looks like there's been about four owners since 1952. It's green. It has uh the uh, wooden bed extenders uh, painted white. It it has you know there's just really you know old timey aesthetic for it. Um, again, 1952 Dodge Fargo in red deer. It's $15,000 dollars, on the tree. Love hearing that. Next up, 1985 Toyota Land Cruiser. That's in Oshawa for twelve thousand five hundred dollars. It's beautiful. Really high kilometers. Two hundred thirty five thousand kilometers. It's a bit of a brown color. Uh. It's left-hand drive, which you know I don't really see a lot of when we're talking about Land Cruisers in Canada. So many of them are imported. However, this guy's had it for about ten years, and it has not seen a winter, according to him. So I'm sure the underbody's great. They're pretty bulletproof, especially from that generation. So I would say that that is a great vehicle to go and take a look at. Uh, 85 Toyota Land Cruiser in Oshawa for twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Again, though, two hundred thirty-five thousand K. So. Want to look at what maintenance would need to be done. What do we have up next? We have a 2008 Mitsubishi Lancer Evo that's in Calgary. It's $15,000. It's blue. Um, it has 125,000K on it, so not a ton. Uh, he's done a bunch of upgrades, not a ridiculous amount. Um, but he has had to rebuild it by the sounds of it. so I'm not sure really what that mean Er so I'm not really sure what that entails when he says it has a rebuilt status. Um, I would say you really want to look into that, look at the car uh, car proof report on it and um, you know really give him the gears, no pun intended on understanding what what's been done on that car so 125,000 k on a lancer evo from 08 is great it looks really good um but um looks can be deceiving sometimes so uh buyer beware as usual $15,000 2008 mitsubishi mitsubishi lancer evo in calgary here is an awesome awesome car Uh, 1984 alpha gtv6 this is in lasalle in quebec for $15,000 it only has 82,000 K on it, claiming that these are all original. Um, It's navy blue with a tan leather interior. That's a 2.5, five speed. It is absolutely gorgeous. I love this car. I've always loved this car. Um, It's one of those uh, early hatchbacks that I saw that really made me love hatchbacks. And in this color combo, the blue on the tan leather interior um, and the really, really high uh, placement of the uh, rear door, uh, handles. Um, they're really integrated into the body. That was way before its time. And, uh, I think anybody who can find this car and snap it up is going to be very lucky. Super low kilometers, uh, 82,000 kilometers on the 1984 Alfa Romeo, uh, GTV six in LaSalle. I'm not sure where I'm at on my count of cars, but I feel like I'm past my 15 or close to it at this point. So um, the next one up is yet another, there's a lot of these in the market right now. It's an O4 Audi S4, $15,000 in Calgary. Uh, it has a hundred and almost 170,000 K on it. This guy is just, you know, he's written a short story uh, about the car and everything that's happened to it. Um, he's really been taking care of this car, uh, and he really goes through a pretty meticulous list of what, um, of what he's done to it. You know, classic stuff like he's done exhaust, he's done an APR Stage 2 tune, he's done cold air intake and a stainless steel downpipe. He has lowering springs, he has Volk Racing LE37 uh, rims, he's got Toyota Proxy T1 Sports. And he's got all the OEM stuff that comes along with it. It looks super, super, super clean. Um, it's red, it's an avant. Um, these it's pretty rare to get the uh the six speeds in Canada anymore, especially in the wagon. He's done an amazing job of it. And the uh the first thing that I always notice when these photos is uh A, he has excellent fitment on the wheels. I'm not one of the hella flush guys, for those who know but I am all about proper fitment. Um, I wish that these vehicles would come like this from the factory, but he is super, super, super flush. Um, uh, Also in these photos, you can see that it's parked beside a couple of other really beautiful uh, Audis. So he's clearly got a passion for them. Uh, Another really interesting thing on this one is that he's mounted, I'm not sure what kind of tablet it is, but the, um, the fitment of this tablet in the, uh, in the dash is unbelievably good. I've actually never seen uh, what looks to be almost a do-it-yourself job that's this clean and it's all running um, Apple CarPlay. So really, really cool. Uh, kudos to this guy because the car is super clean and super beautiful. Uh, oh, nice. He's even got the kid seat in the back. So uh, extra credit for that. Anyways, I feel like anyone who goes and checks this one out in Calgary is going to be very happy. I'm moderately high kilometers uh, on it, but you know what? Um, for this vehicle and for the condition it's in, I really feel like you would be getting a great deal. So uh, that's awesome. It's a uh, 2004 Eddie S4 Avant in Calgary for 15 grand. It's red on a really beautiful set of well-fitted wheels. So check that one out. Uh, last. Hang on, let me see here. What do I have? Last and second last. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, second last is a two thousand and two eddie TT, fifteen thousand dollars in Port Coquitlam. I'm not an Audi TT kind of guy, especially from this generation. But it's got one hundred twenty thousand kilometers on it. If you want an all wheel drive coupe, uh, this is probably one of the ones that you want to get. It's the ALMS, which is the American Le Mans Series commemorative edition there's only one of you know sorry this is one of 50 that were brought into canada he's taken really good care of it he's the third owner um yeah i mean it's a tt though so uh for those who love tts i'm sorry but it's just not my jam um but yeah 2002 audi tt for fifteen thousand dollars in red on really nice silver wheels uh cool all right last car is one that we actually or i actually talked about in the second $15,000 used car challenge. It's still on the market. It is not budged in terms of price. I'm not surprised it hasn't sold, but it's still really cool and I think it's probably worth work, worth looking at if you're in the Hamilton area. It's a 1993 Volkswagen Corrado GLS. It's green, black interior. The guy goes just, you know, on and on about it being completely stock. He's done a few things like front and rear sway bars, but really everything else is totally stock. It's at 101,000 original K on it. Uh, it's awesome looking. If you're into Corados, I think this is a wicked vehicle. It's that VR6. It's the five-speed, um, and it's the original owner. So I really don't know if there's a better high note to end on in terms of cars you should probably go and look at. It's probably $2,000, $3,000 overpriced, but if you're looking for a Corrado, I would say pay for it. Get the best one you can possibly find. So that is it. Um... I'm not sure where I ended up on timing on that. I kind of raced through a lot of them, but I hope that you found it useful. I am going to uh, go through and post all of these in the show notes on bucketseat.ca So you'll be able to find all of these cars for however long they end up uh, lasting for on AutoTrader. So apologies if you go and ch- take a look uh, and they're gone, but um, once they are, uh, that's kind of it and those links will be dead. But if you can find it in time, and uh, everyone doesn't race to get these, uh, they will still be up on my site indefinitely. So check those out. Um, you know what? I think that's kind of it for this episode. Um, I'm really looking forward to having Michael Gooch come in from Multimatic, as I said earlier in the introduction. It's really going to be. Uh, I'm re- sorry. I'm really excited about the episode because. He has such an interesting story to be able to tell us uh, that i'm anticipating he will tell us but his experience at the 24 hours of Le Mans, being in the pits with the ford gt team that's a super exciting super super exciting opportunity and i'm so happy he was able to go and do it so really looking forward to talking to him about that and having him kind of take us through what it's like to be in the pits there with the race team um, doing what he's doing best, which uh, I know he's a crazy carbon fiber guy. I'm not exactly sure what he was up to uh, while he was in the pits and what he was helping out with. But uh, needless to say, the opportunity alone and understanding the experience is really what we are into. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to the bucket seat podcast. Like us on, or sorry, uh, rate us on, uh, on iTunes, subscribe, you can find us on thebucketseat.ca. You can find us on Twitter, at The Bucket You can find us on Instagram now. We just got into Instagram. So at, uh, or sorry, the, the Bucket Seat on Instagram. And uh, and then on you know, Shout Engine as well. So uh, shoutengine.com forward slash The Bucket Seat. But I would suggest that you subscribe to us on iTunes. I find that to be a really great podcast catcher. So stay tuned for the next episode. I really appreciate everyone's support so far. You guys are awesome and looking forward to what's next. Cheers.